0: Witches, I'm
1: Felicia, and I'm
0: Holly. Join us as we embark on a journey to discover the ins and outs of witchcraft and what it means to be a witch in today's world.
1: Grab your grimoires, your crystals, and a hot cup of tea, and let's get spooky. Well, hey, Felicia. Well, hey, girl.
0: How are you doing? I'm doing really good. It's uh, since our last episode. I don't know if I told you this, but I ordered a spin bike. <laughs> Over oh Christmas for myself because I have that's a, exciting yeah I have a like a, I have this fitness account through my benefits at work and it's meant for like gym equipment and gym memberships and uh, if anybody's ever seen a fucking picture of me, gym memberships aren't my thing. So <laughs> Fair fair enough. Gym uh, memberships
1: aren't my thing either. Fuck no, that.
0: I just am not a fan. I don't like working out in front of people I don't know. It makes me super uncomfortable. Maybe it's just fair. because a lot of people are like, I don't know. I don't want to call it out, but if the shoe fits, fat phobic, right? And uh, yeah. any plus size woman who like goes into workout is just like harassed or videotaped and I'm just not into it. Yeah. So I <laughs> ordered a spin bike for home. Nice. And it has since shown up since we last spoke. Oh. <laughs> or it's supposed to. <laughs> but Okay. Uh, okay, Yeah. So that's going to be fun. So that's my goal this year is to get into spin.
1: <laughs> so I'm I, going,
0: I, working I up wish, the courage.
1: <laughs> I wish you and your butt good luck. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Because <laughs> as someone that has spent many hours in the gym, doesn't look like it, but I have. Uh, I can attest to one thing. I fucking hate spin bikes
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) i've heard that i've heard that um the seat can hurt your butt but as long as you get over like the the hurdle of the butt hurt it'll be fine and that to get padded bike shorts so i bought myself a pair of padded bike shorts
1: oh hell yeah yeah so okay they make you look like you
0: have like a baboon's ass but i love it
1: (laughs) they seem to be quite padded well, that's, I mean, hey, I haven't tried it yet, for you. but I'll let you know. <laughs> good for you, dude. Honestly, good for yeah. you. And you've liked to ride bikes as well. Like my, like my have, whole life. Yeah. You've always yeah. liked riding bikes. So like, I think it'll probably be good for you. Yeah. I've never been a bike rider kind of person.
0: So that's fair. Right. So yeah. And I have like my bicycle that I ride in the summer like outside, yeah. and I love it. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, when I was thinking about like, oh, what are things that I can do that I could do for like 45 minutes at home that, you know, gets my fucking heart pumping and maybe will help yeah. me. Because here's the thing, 2023, I've realized this, my whole life I've always been like, new year, new me, I'm going to get skinny. This year is not about getting skinny. I don't give a fuck about being skinny anymore. I don't care. I feel that. Don't give a fuck. Like, yep. But I want to get strong this year. I want to be strong. Yeah. If strong that makes... is where it's at, man. Yes and that's it so I think I focused I think I've had this massive like body image shift from I want to be skinny to I just want to be strong I want to be strong yeah. and I want like I want my body to be
1: representative of a strong body yeah if that makes any sense totally makes sense yeah I totally support it I've got weights if you ever want to get into weightlifting come hang cool. out cool yeah maybe I can yeah do that yeah yeah maybe you could show me because like the other thing is I'm going because
0: you know this I've been seeing a chiropractor for like a year and a bit now because yeah. I have a shoulder, I'm a fucked up shoulder. So yeah, now I've g- been given the okay to do um exercises that involve shoulders. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm in. I want to start like weightlifting, and I think mm-hmm. like doing spin like with cardio gives me the opportunity to like you can focus on your abs, you can focus on your thighs, you can focus on your legs, and like cardio just like burns fat as well. But it's like yeah, it's powerhouse you know it's It's not your
1: circulatory system it's it's improving your heart rate and your breathing and all sorts of other stuff cardio is great for all sorts of things not just losing weight
0: yeah no exactly uh, yeah Yeah. totally totally but i'm so down if you want to teach me because i i Dude, I know nothing. So I'm fucking Jon Snow over here. I know nothing.
1: Like I said, I certainly don't look like it, but like I've spent no, a lot of hours. At you the have, gym, you so. have, and you you've had like personal
0: trainers, and you've had like yeah. I know how much like time you've spent in the gym over your life. So yeah, yeah. If you want to teach me, I'd be so down for it.
1: Oh hell yeah! Because
0: I just want to get yeah. I want to get strong this year. I want I want a misogynist man to make some like make a joke at me and I want my legs to be so strong that I could like crush him back to his childhood so his mother could try raising him again you know yes.
1: like that's yes. how strong I
0: want to be by the end of this year hell yeah
1: <laughs> I I fucking love that for you <laughs> yeah. fuck yeah dude. I'm
0: channeling yeah. my inner Drew <laughs> <laughs> and we're all about getting strong and, and fucking up people this year hell yes
1: <laughs> hell fucking yes bitch yeah
0: <laughs> yeah that for you thanks dude i appreciate it so we'll see how that goes who knows maybe in like two episodes i'll be like my ass hurts so bad i'm gonna die (laughs) 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 we'll check in at the end of january (laughs) yeah i want to know i want to hear it well let's
1: dive into it miss holly what have you brought for us today well as we all know i have a special interest in ancient spiritual beliefs what (laughs) <laughs> surprise surprise <laughs> surprise <show today>. uh, <laughs> i don't know what it is it's just like something about like the rich history or the expansive lore and the way that we can almost like remove ourselves from like our current experience of modern life and then explore and empathize with a civilization entirely different from our own but centuries removed like it's so always just giving me like warm fuzzies yeah like so fascinating mm, it's so comfy and warm here i love it yeah (laughs) but today (laughs) we're going out of my comfort zone (gasps) what as we're exploring the history of something much more modern than Mm -hmm. norse or egyptian or celtic beliefs Ooh! because today we're talking about wicca
0: wicca nice Mm -hmm. very Mm -hmm. cool but it before, seems crazy that we've been doing this over a year now. We haven't done this episode. haven't
1: even touched on it. Yeah. Like, really. I mean, we have touched. As we go through, like, we we have touched on it in a multitude of different ways, but we haven't touched on anything, like, exclusively about Wicca, if that yes. makes sense. No, like, there's I, multiple. Absolutely. Like, you'll see as we go through this episode, like, there's multiple things that we have already touched on that very much play into the religion of Wicca. Mm-hmm. But we haven't actually, like, discussed Wicca. gone into it you know
0: yeah. wicca's never been the star of the show oh is the no a bride's exactly. maid, never a bride
1: <laughs> exactly so today you're getting your big day wicca yeah <laughs> but before we get into it i do just want to acknowledge that um there are many different varieties of wicca okay and with that many different ways to practice yes so this As episode, with any religion. Exactly. So this episode is going to be focused more on its origins and history. And then maybe in a future episode, we'll get a little bit more in depth about different varieties and practices within those varieties. Makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah? Like su- subcategories. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Very cool. But... To give you an idea of just how modern Wicca is in comparison to like all of the other ancient beliefs that we've already covered, it is about as old as my grandma. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. So within a generation. So, yeah. Yeah. So Wicca was established as a religious belief system in England in the 1940s. So cool. Like literally right at the start of World War Two, Like very interesting. Okay. So very, young. very current. Yeah, yeah. Young. Yeah. In terms yeah. Of, of, of
0: organized religion, if you will. Very young. Yes. Yes, yeah. exactly.
1: So while Wicca has often been used as an interchangeable term to describe like any form of witchcraft and pop culture, mm-hmm. Wicca itself is a specific religion separate from many other current pagan beliefs. Okay. So not all pagans are Wiccan. Not all Wiccans are pagan as well. Got it. It's kind of... Some of them dabble more exclusively than others. Yeah, it's like a Venn diagram. Exactly. Right? You can you can be wiccan and not even participate in any sort of um rituals or anything like that. Like yes. magical anything. Yeah. So, interesting. Which is interesting, but today we're mostly focusing on magic, so it is like <laughs> this. Wow, what a surprise. How <laughs> on a
0: magic how, podcast? How untopical how of you. Scare
1: <laughs> us. <laughs> oh funny but wicca is known for its worship of both a god and a goddess and its eight sabbats mm. that celebrate the changing seasons in connection to the earth collectively known as the wheel of the year mm-hmm. like in the wheel of the year episode yes you did. yes calling it back so just a refresher <laughs> these sabbats include the winter solstice or yule in bulk, which is February 1st and 2nd, mm-hmm. the vernal equinox or austera, austera. Which is March 19th to 20th. Yep, Beltane, April 30th or May 1st, the summer solstice or Litha. Yay, and oh, I didn't get the pronunciation of this. Lungsada, I think you're right. Yes, I don't know, August 1st, <laughs> <laughs> and then the autumnal equinox or Mabin, and lastly, our favorite Samhain, Yay. October 31st yes them spooky bitches it's what we Uh, rule hell yeah yeah so although Wicca has often received negative press for supposed links to dark demonic magic and satanism the reality is very different yeah as we know yes (laughs) absolutely Wiccans today use their take on magic to conduct religious rituals drawing on pre-Christian traditions and cultures but always aligned with a code of quote harm none and do as you will which reminds me a lot of the Aleister Crowley's Thelema philosophy yes. of do what thou wilt yes who is also from a very similar time period oh
0: absolutely as when
1: and Wicca was created. Was
0: if if I remember correctly, wasn't he studying like paganism or Wicca at some point before he went to like the
1: order of the Dawn or the Golden so, Dawn or whatever it is. From how I understand it, I I believe that the, actually the creator of Wicca did meet Aleister Crowley at one point. Yeah. And they, I don't know if they partnered or if they were just kind of collaborative and where they kind of bounced ideas off of each other and That's, stuff. That must be what it is, that what I'm thinking. Maybe earlier, earlier on in, in both of their careers, I believe. But I think at the time, back in like those days, everyone kind of drew... Ideas from each other, yes. right? Like we see a lot of rules of like the Freemasons in the Order of the Golden Dawn and mm-hmm. in thelema and in Wicca as well. Surprisingly, yeah. so it kind of it's all connected yeah. at the end of the day. But right? even like so. even
0: if you look at like um, you're more I I don't know what to call them. I hate using this, but like mainstream religions, like yeah, if you look at your mainstream religions, there are ideologies that are similar in judaism as in christianity mm-hmm. as in islamic belief like there are what do you want to call them fundamental principles that yes are the same in all of them but with just different uh, p- people telling yes. the story if that makes sense oh, exactly exactly yeah. exactly yeah, yeah yeah
1: so same same idea same exactly. idea here <laughs> around the turn of the 20th century there had been a revival of interest in folklore mythology and magic as we've we've spoken about on the podcast before of course. And this revival saw people such as archaeologist and Egyptologist Margaret Murray attempt to prove that witch cults formed the major ancient religions of Western Europe and that these witch cults were still practicing in secret in 1920s England. Cool.
0: So fucking cool.
1: So with this revival though um, the story of Wicca begins in the New Forest, Southern England with a man named Gerald Gardner who I have heard that name a multitude yeah. of times. Yeah. Yes. Gardner is internationally recognized as the, quote, father of Wicca. Yeah. So he's the, he's the man. The creator. Among, <laughs> yeah. Among the pagan and occult communities. like He is just known, like, he's the father of Wicca. Okay. He was born into an upper middle class family in Blundell Sands, Lancashire, but he spent much of his childhood abroad in... Madeira In 1900, he moved to Colonial Ceylon and then in 1911 to Malaya, where he worked as a civil servant, independently developing an interest in the indigenous peoples and writing papers and a book about their magical practices. So this is where he starts to kind of get the itch, if you will. It's so funny, too, because
0: I don't know if you remember, but you said he was born in Lancaster or Uh, Lancashire. Lancashire. Lancashire? Do you remember who else? What happened in Lancashire? Witch trials? Yeah. Pendle, Pendle, yeah, okay. yeah, right. Yep, so, yeah, like, yeah. you're also born in an area where there is a rich history of, of witches, of witches, and, and the yeah. occult, and yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So interesting. Just very, very interesting.
1: From 1911 to his retirement in 1936, he lived in Malaya watching these indigenous people, studying their practices, writing books about them, Mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff. And then he retired in 1936 and traveled to Cyprus for a short time and then returned to England. He settled down back again near New Forest and he joined an occult group, the Rosicrucian Order Crotona Fellowship. Oh, wow. Oh, that's a mouthful. That's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. Rosicrucian Order Crotona Fellowship, where wow. he said he had encountered the New Forest Coven into which he was initiated in 1939. Ooh, okay. So he was initiated into a coven. Yes. Very interesting. Okay. So, yeah. So he, like, joined this fellowship, and then from that fellowship, he met people from the New Forest Coven, supposedly, and he was initiated into it. Okay. Interesting. So he believed the coven to be a survival of the pre-Christian witch cult discussed in the works of Margaret Murray that we spoke about earlier. Yes. Even though these theories were largely dismissed in academic circles. Oh. okay okay it's it's interesting that even still he was kind of like no i think she's right (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah
1: Uh, well it's hard it's
0: hard especially in like you know you think about it like every time we talk about these historical moments we always like to give a little bit of like context on like you know remember the world wasn't the way it was in 1940 as it is in 2023 right exactly so to even have you know i guess you could think of it like There were women whose works were deemed untrue just because they were women doing research and Mm -hmm. they were believed that they were incapable of archaeological findings because they were incapable of being archaeologists, right? So true. Right? So, I mean, it could be something even along, you know, we always say a little column A, a little column B. Maybe she (laughs) was wrong, but also maybe she was right. And there were just like douchey guys who didn't want to admit it. (laughs) Like,
1: Sorry. That's okay. Rant. So... Anyways, the uh, pre-Christian witch cult idea was heartily adopted by Gardner. He was fascinated by this idea of the unbroken line of witches. Ooh, interesting. Whose, whose traditions claimed ancient pagan origin. Okay. Right. So he decided to revive the faith, supplementing the coven's rituals with ideas borrowed from Freemasonry, mm. ceremonial magic, and the writings of Aleister Crowley to form the Gardenian tradition of Wicca. Cool. Okay, like just I said, pulled it's all from,
0: connected. Yeah. Okay, just pulled from different different things that he he found to be I don't know valid. I guess yeah, is the right word. Exactly. Yeah. Very interesting.
1: But whether he was actually initiated into an ancient witchcraft coven or not, that is something that is still debated today. Gardner began to publicize his experience and eventually formed his own coven to ensure the survival of these rituals and traditions. Moving to London in 1945 he became intent on propagating his religion, attracting media attention and writing about it in several publications. Founding a Wiccan group known as the Brickett Wood Coven, he introduced a string of high priestesses into the religion, Ooh. including Doreen Valente, who is now known as the mother of modern witchcraft. Oh, cool. As well as Lois Bourne, Patricia Crowther, and Eleanor Bone, through which the gardenian community spread throughout Britain and subsequently into Australia and the United States in the late 1950s and early 1960s. So interesting. Yeah,
0: I'm like, like, well, and I'm looking (laughs) up, I'm looking up a few of the people that you're talking about just to see and like, so interesting.
1: It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy how like far reaching this had. Yeah. Like, and, like and how he, quickly. Like at the end of the day, although he did take ideas from Crowley, at the end of the day, Wicca did what Crowley always wanted, wanted Thelema to do. Yes. You know what I mean? I and he was absolutely always, know what you mean. He was never able to do it. That's so <laughs> The Lima was a little <laughs> out there. It's true. It's <laughs> yeah. very true. Yeah, but like it's it's interesting. But to I me, understand. Though, that Wicca was able to do what Thelma couldn't. If that yeah. makes sense, right? I agree. And I, I just
0: as a question, just because you've looked into it a lot, do you believe that it had a lot to do with the differences between Crowley and Garner, like in terms of the figurehead?
1: Probably. Like Gardner, if you look him up, there's not like a lot of um, spicy history for him. <laughs> In the if same way there sense. is for Crowley. Yeah, like Crowley had like a whole ass episode dedicated just to his childhood. Yes. Like, yeah. He Crowley's life was spicy in yeah. more ways than one. <laughs> yes, and I agree. I don't think honestly, like, when you hear these like Dos equis commercials about the most interesting man in the world, like honestly, I feel like that's Alistair Crowley. Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah. Fair. <laughs> That's fair. Because like, he, oh, was. he was a mountaineer and also uh, a poet. And also a poet and also a high priest in a weird coven. And- yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. 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 Fair. He did you a know? lot. He
1: did he everything did and nothing
0: <laughs> simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah. Wild times. That's fair. No, I like that. I like that way of looking at it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So in 1951, Two things happened that helped Gurner push his witchcraft into the public domain. Firstly, the 1736 Witchcraft Act was repealed, mm-hmm. making the public aware, once again, of the idea of witchcraft in Britain. Yeah. But I feel like with less of a negative connotation to yeah. it. Yeah,
0: because yeah, they came, the fun, The government finally came out and was like, hey, we might have killed a few people who we
1: shouldn't have killed. Exactly. Like, <laughs> we may have gone a little overboard <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the church may
0: or may not have had something to do with this yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. exactly so they repealed that law great perfect thank you and then secondly a former filmmaker cecil williamson opened the folklore center of superstition and witchcraft on the isle of man Oh, yeah. Where Gardner was designated the resident witch. Cool. Well, public interest in witchcraft was increasing around this time. Many were still uneasy at the thought of magic being practiced in what was still a very Christian country. Of course. Very much a Christian country. Of course. The Church of England is at the forefront of everything. Exactly. So Williamson actually had already attempted to launch a museum of witchcraft in Stratford-upon-Avon in Warwickshire. So Cool so but cool. he was he was ran out of town by the locals because they were, they were not about it they were not like take your occult objects and rituals and get the and fuck. all of this and get the fuck out of town please like no fucking yeah. thank you not no. in my town you know no, not in these here parts <laughs> i won't have it i won't yeah. stand for it not in take- my town
0: yeah, <laughs> take your demon love and worshiping asses and find a new place. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why we're doing Texas accent, Southern accents, yeah, Southern worship. American. <laughs> it's because it's the Bible Belt. Uh, yeah, true enough. So in uh, in in North American Forefront, that is like the epitome of of hardcore Christians, Jesus loving, yeah. Bible
1: thumping. <laughs> true enough. Fair enough. Yeah. oh my god but yeah so then he wound up opening it in uh the isle of man which was fine so anyways gardner and williamson eventually parted ways supposedly disagreeing on how public the beliefs of witchcraft should be so how much the public should know Know about about witchcraft okay i i would assume that williamson was more for publicizing more about witchcraft and gardner was more like let's keep it kind of secret like like they can know like a lot but not like everything.
0: I see what you mean.
1: That's that's, that's, that's the kind vibe of a, I get. That's a hard you know now that
0: you put that out there it's it's that's a difficult balance. Right, it is. because you want to make it public enough that people aren't afraid of it, yeah, and they can come and they can learn and they can see for themselves that it's not this like demon worshipping, Satan worshipping, secretive, thing, secretive, yeah, yeah, child, you know, <laughs> animal and child sacrifice, <laughs> like you know, Hag of the Woods <laughs> kind of ideology yeah. that people have. But on the other part of it, you don't want people making a mockery, exactly of your what you what you and the people that you follow or the people that follow considered to be sacred
1: yeah right yeah so and I don't think either of them really cared about the public knowing about it just in general, just because like Williamson was trying to create this museum of witchcraft. Yeah. So he's trying to invite people into a museum of witchcraft. So obviously he's fine with people knowing. And then Garner's publishing books about witchcraft as well. So it's uh, yeah, I one guess. of those things where it's like how I think they were simply disagreeing on how much the public should know. Yeah. That makes sense, right? Yeah. I'm looking up um, the Museum of Witchcraft and Magic right now. Yeah. It looks
0: so fucking cool. You and I have <laughs> to go here. Uh,
1: The Folklore Center of Superstition and Witchcraft? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. That's the one that Cecil- Museum
0: open so cool sorry sorry for derailing that's okay. and interrupting Take your time I, no Please. I'm just learning so much and I'm like this is so cool
1: <laughs> it's definitely like a very interesting history that like I feel we don't learn enough about like Agreed. I don't know about you but I have multiple books on Wicca and Wiccan practices and Wiccan all, all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. and and not a single one of them really delves into like the history like they all say oh yeah Gerald Gardner is the founder of Gardenian Wicca and that's it the end of Gerald. Period. Yeah. Yeah. I won't no, lie. I,
0: I actually don't have
1: anything on
0: Wicca. Really? Yeah. It's just a, a, it's one thing that I haven't looked into at all, really. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think maybe just because like personally, I think I started this whole journey into witchcraft as a way to escape religion Mm, that I grew up with my whole life. And I think diving into another subset of religion was kind of like, nah, you know what? Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. Fair enough. Maybe now, maybe now I would now that I'm like, you know, two years into this. Mm-hmm. maybe now but at the beginning i was like you know i'm kind of trying to escape the the constructs of religion right now
1: <laughs> fair that's totally yeah. fair yeah it's really interesting though to me like whereas i i think we're both not wiccans we're not mm, like no but we do practice our spirituality in ways that
0: are Align. directly
1: derived from wiccan practices as yeah. well right that's fair so- that's absolutely fair yeah. Which is, which is interesting. I think it's uh, it's good to be able to know the history of what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The origins of it. Yeah. Cool. So, but, 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 but in 1954, Gardner published Witchcraft Today, which is a book that shared the rituals and history of what we now call Wicca and numerous Wiccan covens began to form across England. Very cool. So this one book, it was just like popping off. I love that. I love that. (laughs) And then, as it always happens, other cultists drew on Gardner's writings and on other texts about witchcraft to establish their own Wiccan traditions during the 1950s and 60s. Okay. Most of them, or all of them, typically claimed to be practicing a pre-Christian witchcraft religion. Mm -hmm. that had clandestinely survived for centuries so all of these other covens that are popping up now and maybe they're doing their own thing but they're all still saying like they're they're doing like these pre-christian traditions pre-christian rituals yeah um drawing on you know other pagan beliefs the old ways exactly yes most of these claims though about these pre-christian whatever rituals everything yeah they were dismissed by most historians Oh, okay. Following greater research into the early modern witchcraft during the 1960s and 70s. Oh, wow. Okay.
0: They thought they they were were kind of talking out
1: their ass. Yeah,
0: they thought (laughs) they were doing it, but they really like took an idea from Gardner and ran with it. Called it called it something
1: else. Exactly. Yeah. Among the most prominent of these occultists that were kind of doing their own thing was the Englishman Alexander Sanders, who founded Alexandrian Wicca. Okay. That is something like
0: I don't know a lot about it, but I've I've heard it, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense, referenced
1: to it. As well as the California-based Victor Anderson and Cora Anderson, who spearheaded the fairy tradition, F-E-R-I. Oh,
0: I've never Which heard of is that.
1: Another branch off of the Wicca tree. Okay, I never heard of that before. I know, I've never heard of that either. We'll have to do a an episode on it. A follow-up, yeah. Yeah. And by the 1960s, the word Wicca had emerged as a general term for this new religion, although uh, as we said before, there was some internal contestation as to like the specific applicability. So like mm. not always was it Wiccan or a wiccan practice but it was just generally coined wicca i see i see so yeah so essentially wicca was just such a such a well-known term that like everyone was just kind of following like the wicca falling under the wicca umbrella yeah right so you would have people that are practicing like classic pagan beliefs and then they'd be classified by some people as a wiccan even Mm. though they weren't i see yeah okay i see yeah but Wicca's rapid spread through the United States during the nineteen sixties and seventies was part of this broader countercultural zeitgeist. Um, and many of those Americans joining Wicca were also influenced by the new social movements of the period. Right. So, what did we yeah. have happening in the sixties? Civil rights, rights, the segregation, like yeah, civil anti- rights, yeah, yeah, all exactly. Of it, yeah. So many different rights, yeah. Yeah, so they were all being influenced by these new social movements. And then informed by the second wave feminism, Dianic Wicca was formed in 1971 by Hungarian immigrant Zuzana Budapest um, as a woman's tradition placing central focus on the goddess, right? So with like the traditional okay. Gardenian Wicca, it was uh, a horned god and goddess. Goddess, and, yeah. And Dianic Wicca is more focused just on the goddess, right? Okay. Yep. Drawing on the gay rights movement, the Minoan Brotherhood was established in 1977 by Eddie Bogzinski as a Wiccan tradition for gay and bisexual men. Amazing. So I love that. And then growing environmentalist sentiment also had an an impact on Wicca, which by the 1970s was increasingly presenting itself as a nature religion. So this is when we're getting to... The everything in nature is magic and magic yeah. Wick, like nature magic with Wicca and yeah and Wicca's about respecting nature and blah 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 blah, blah right yeah so yeah radical left-wing politics came to the fore in the work of starhawk who is a person that is oh, their name okay <laughs> who who was an American practitioner who helped establish the reclaiming tradition in San Francisco and wrote an influential book the spiral dance which sounds fun. Interesting. Yeah. Although many of Wicca's early exponents espoused conservative and right wing views, by the close of the 20th century, the Wiccan community had come to be numerically dominated by people with progressive and left leaning opinions. Nice. I will say not so much anymore. I agree. And that is a topic that is controversial. And it is a, a topic for an episode that I plan on covering. Okay. Which is the New Age spiritualism to right wing or to the Ye- alt right pipeline mm. is a real thing and it does need to be discussed, but that's not happening today. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> continuing. Sidebar. <laughs> yeah. Because I've started doing research on that and I was like, this is not a one and done episode. I'm going to need to do a lot, a lot More. of research for that. Yeah,
0: no, but. of course. Well, you want to give it the respect that it, you know, I think everything deserves, like, just because you don't agree with stuff doesn't mean you can't have, like, a general level of respect for people, mm-hmm. right, in terms of, like, you know, n- not becoming one of the bad guys by doing what the bad guys do, if that makes yeah. any sense, yeah. right? So it's, like, you want to give things the respect that they deserve, but put, you know, put it in, like, a, a way Respectful that... way. Yeah, if that yeah. makes any sense. And, I, yeah. and, and sometimes I think people misconstrue the word respect and, s- like make it synonymous with the word like revere Mm -hmm. or idolize and it's like no just because you're respecting something doesn't mean you agree with it or that you care for it right so no exactly yeah yeah yeah. no but i know what you're saying i know exactly what you're saying (laughs) which is exactly why i think i have stayed away from the wiccan religious yeah side of things like i think for me i loved the freedom of witchcraft in that there was no construct and there was no rules and that you got to make the rules do you know what i I think that's what was so appealing for me was that like i grew up in the constructs of organized religion my entire life and witchcraft was very much a way to like break everything that i had ever learned And yeah, I think that like what once you go back to things that are again, any type of organized religion, there are constructs put in place by charismatic leaders that can make them great or can make them terrible.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. Well, rant did. rant. No. Don't be sorry. Don't <laughs> yeah. be sorry. Never be sorry. <laughs> um anyways, <laughs> uh as well as influencing other modern pagan groups such as the Church of All Worlds, and modern druidy, Druidry? Druidry. Druidry. I struggle with my R's so bad. <laughs> it's okay. Um, Never be sorry. <laughs> Wiccans played a prominent role in establishing organizations to defend neo-pagan civil rights, such mm. as the UK-based Pagan Federation, and the US-based Covenant of the Goddess. These groups repeatedly challenged the erroneous perception that Wiccans were Satanists, Mm. a notion promoted by certain evangelical Christians uh, that proved particularly dangerous amid the satanic ritual abuse panic of the 1980s and early 90s. Oh, yeah. Satanic satanic panic was so real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But drawing on terminology associated with witchcraft, Wiccan groups began to call themselves, or they do call themselves, covens. Yes. So these are often led by a high priest and a high priestess and can have as few as three members, but ideally... 13 is repeatedly cited as the ideal number. So, you know, lucky number 13. 13 is always a very common number in everything spiritual, witchcrafty, whatever. So, coven membership is typically granted through an initiation ritual. It's several older traditions, such as Gardenian and Alexandrian Wicca. Initiates can advance through two additional degrees or levels, reflecting the influence of the Freemasonry's three-degree system as well.
0: Oh! interesting okay mm-hmm. yeah again just another draw from, from other another yeah yeah cool
1: being initiated into a tradition connects the newcomer to that tradition's lineage something that certain wiccans place great importance on mm-hmm. so admittance to a coven is typically at the discretion of its members and while some covens are eager to recruit, the others are closed to new initiates. It all depends on the coven. Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Most welcome both men and women, although a few operate on a single-sex basis. You know, like uh, the goddess covens, stuff like that, Correct. right? Correct, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lastly here, during the religion's first two decades, most people who joined Wicca did so through initiation into a pre-existing coven. From the 1970s, however, a growing number of books were published, that taught readers how to initiate themselves into wicca resulting Mm. in rapid growth in the number of solitary practitioners interesting wicca's growing public visibility led the creators of such american films and television shows as the craft nice buffy the vampire slayer and charmed to draw on wiccan terminology in depicting fictional witches Yes, the popularity of these media portrayals fueled a teenage Wiccan subculture during like the 1990s and 2000s and a second surge in teenage interest arose in 2010s. Largely informed by social media. Now, I would also argue that there was another resurgence in this at the start of COVID as well. Um, Mm, Okay. In the 2020s, people were stuck at home. They wanted something to do. They wanted a way to feel connected again. Well, and less just less powerless, you know, like Mm -hmm. when COVID started, there was nothing we could do other than just stay home. Yeah. There was, there was nothing we could do to help, nothing we could do to try, anything. Mm-hmm. So that's when Witch Talk became very popular and we just saw a massive resurgence in people practicing from home, right? So we saw a lot of that resurge again in 2020. So yeah. no, I feel it's like- almost like it's a, every 10 year kind of cycle (laughs) well i would even say that like
0: when you were saying that there was like this teenage i guess resurgence in like the 20 i don't know if i would say we were a part of the 2010s but probably like well yeah maybe 2010s 2008 2009 yeah 2010 like just in terms of like you know, I know us specifically, we kind of liked the darker, grungier side of the world. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. Those, were, those were our friends. Those were our people. Those were the music we listened to. That was the pop culture we consumed. I mean, yep. for fuck's sakes, I used to sleep with my window open because I was convinced a vampire was going to come get me one day.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'd be like, oh, yeah, just make it easier for him to get in. <laughs> you know? But for real, right? So yeah. It's- <laughs>
1: All of these resurgences are, yeah, they've kind of spread further and, and wider, right? Yeah, yeah. But these resurgences were met with a mixed reception from more established practitioners, some of whom felt that the popularizations trivialized the religion. Oh, interesting.
0: Right? Okay. Yeah, I guess I can see what they're, I can see what they mean.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of waters it down, like whitewashes it basically, right? <laughs> yeah yeah there's no other (laughs) for lack of better terminology (laughs) yeah like it essentially just washes it down well we we've
0: talked about this in previous episodes in terms of like there are people out there who use it as an aesthetic and Mm -hmm. they use it to capitalize on a market that they know nothing about Yep. so like you know But there are people like that that will do that to any opportunity that they find. Oh, exactly. Right. So I understand what people who are like, if this is like you've dedicated your life to this, how it could seem trivializing.
1: Yeah. You see someone acting witchy for the Instagram reel and then not. You know what I mean? Knowing nothing about
0: what it is that they're they're portraying yeah
1: like mm-hmm. the people like the people that were using white sage completely oh, uneducated yes. right and yeah, yeah and it's a closed practice and they don't know it because they don't care to look into it they just they're saging their house just to like <laughs> cleanse it out <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing with like um
0: in the early 2000s like all of these uh like life coaches in these like you yes, know be a better yeah. you guru in these sweat lodges and you're like yeah these are closed practices, people. What are you doing? <laughs> no exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah,
0: so, so I get it. I get what you're saying,
1: so I understand it. It definitely can um taint it anyways, like yeah. the the meaning of it all mhm
0: that's but that just to add to that, that's not to say that people aren't allowed to like. <laughs> You're not allowed to like not know anything about it but still be interested in it. Like Exactly. You're allowed. You're yeah. allowed to know nothing. I mean, fuck look at us. We knew fucking nothing. No, exactly. A year and a half ago, but it's about it's about education and it's about learning and it's about going into things with the intent of doing your best to understand, learn and, you know, be better. Than you were yesterday. Well,
1: that's exactly it. That's exactly it. So a few of the practitioners kind of saw the the changing image of Wicca from the early nineties onward, and they decided to rebrand themselves as "quote unquote" traditional witches.
0: Hmm, I like that.
1: Yeah, it sounds nice, right? Yeah. It was also employed by adherents of various non-Wiccan forms of occultism. So it can be kind of confusing in that way. But if you don't want to be associated with the brand, almost, of what Wicca has become, mm-hmm. then a, just going by like traditional witch or solitary witch or whatever else yep. is totally fine. At the end of the day, I think we're all what we decide to be. Like, well, and I
0: think I think that's you know? like... You know, you started off this episode with talking about, like, the motto of what Alistair Crowley used and what Gardner used, and it mm-hmm. it's all about do what you want, yeah, right? Like, the whole, like, I think the fundamentals of, of a lot of the practices is, like, having your own power and finding your own power and finding your own magic, and, like, there isn't going to be a recipe, per se, for everything that you've ever wanted to do. Like, you have to learn what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Yeah.
1: Right. And you and have I, to learn to use your intuition in yeah. a lot of
0: ways as well. And I think that was the one of the most beautiful things I said earlier was when I found witchcraft, it mm-hmm. was the freedom of doing whatever the fuck I wanted. Yes. As long as I wasn't hurting people. Exactly. Or the earth or animal like as long as I wasn't hurting somebody or something in the process of me doing it,
1: then yep. it was okay. Exactly. Right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So yeah.
0: I can understand, though, how it could be
1: difficult. Almost insulting, I feel. You know? Like, like, I kind of get it. Like, as a hairstylist, I do hair. I've been trained to cut hair and color hair. And I went to school for it. And I did my years of apprenticeship for it. And blah, 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 blah. And it took me this many years to become good at it. Yeah. And to see other people, like, say, online, cutting their own hair or cutting their friend's hair just for shits and giggles. And calling themselves a hairstylist. Exactly. Oh, my God. Should I be a hairstylist? It's like, fuck you man yeah like like fuck me i guess actually sorry yeah. like <laughs> i <laughs> what am i doing here yeah so then to be a traditional like practitioner that has been studying wicca and practicing wicca and doing all this Wic- like for years and years and years and and they're well experienced in it and then you see someone that ha- bought five crystals and says i'm a witch you know like <laughs> I can understand the frustration they would have seeing that, right? Yeah. So I totally, I, I get it in in that aspect for sure. I so do. No, But I'm- also at the same time, like, we can't gatekeep.
0: No. We can't.
1: Yeah. Like, to an like, extent. Like, you, you can obviously. gatekeep like, closed, to an extent. Yeah, Gatekeep glo- closed practices 100%. Yes. That's closed for a reason. Guard that gate for damn yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. But like... <laughs> yeah.
0: But that's it, right? But Uh, in terms of,
1: like, respecting nature and pulling, you know, energy from the nature around you and from water and from whatever else, like...
0: Yeah, elemental magic or... Yeah, or cosmology, looking at the
1: stars and astrology and... Numerology and... yeah. even uh mediumship deity worship as well as long as it's not a closed practice fucking learn yeah do your research on it absolutely yeah. be respectful and go hard at it absolutely yeah
0: well but- that's even like i, I i've i've I listened to this was a while ago probably a few months ago I was re-listening to some of our beginning episodes like the first couple episodes that we had made of this podcast yeah and there were so many times that both of us had said like I don't consider myself a witch I just consider myself a person who is interested in the world of witchcraft right and then maybe six or seven months later both of us were like I think I'm a witch (laughs) (laughs) right but again it's
1: like I, I still don't know if I'm a witch man but I do think i'm a spooky bitch
0: yeah (laughs) well that's just it i don't know it's funny because i think a few people around me have put the title of like witch on me Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if I totally, I don't know if I totally identify with that, but am I, do I love some of the things that witchcraft has taught me? Absolutely. Do I love that witchcraft has really like, I mean, I was already in like a fast nosedive into herbology and, and, and like plant cultivation prior to this but yeah holy fuck has it sped the process up for me exponentially <laughs> my like yeah. love for plants and the natural world around me has like has been so deepened right yeah. and this is the thing like i would be so sad if i was told that i wasn't allowed to learn any of these things because i wasn't like an expert or you know and, and i'm not talking about like Sacred practices. I'm talking about like, hey, put you know basil or put cinnamon on your door, like near your doorways to help like cleanse and keep bad energies away. Yeah, Yeah. right. Like simple things. I'm talking simple things. Yeah, you know. But yeah. Anyways, (laughs) I feel
1: like I've ranted
0: a few times throughout your episode. I'm sorry. That's
1: fine. (laughs) That's fine. That's all I had. Anyways. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) Well, that so was- ending on a rant is my favorite thing. So. Yeah,
0: no, it was excellent. It was a really great episode. It was a really great episode. Thank you. And I think it's so. it was important. It was an important episode because we haven't uh, touched on Wicca or Wiccan people, which yeah. you know, is a huge piece of what it is that we learn about and what we talk about every day. Yeah, it's yep. a large piece of the occult pie, man. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost daunting sometimes to, um, and, and I don't know, I have had not firsthand experiences, but I've had a few people that I know who have at one point or another in their lives been a part of the Wiccan community. Yeah. And I think that some of these people may have overstepped their boundaries within Mm -hmm. said communities and received a very negative response from the community about it which is like not blaming anybody or saying that it's a good or bad thing but i think just hearing these experiences from other people has uh, not given you this put the fear into you yeah exactly (laughs) yeah i think it's like it's not even fear it's just i want to come at this from a place of respect and the last thing i would ever want to do is belittle somebody or make somebody feel as though i'm being disrespectful to their culture in any way shape or form because that's just not who i am
1: no exactly it's not who
0: we are as people and you know just because i i want to learn about it and i want to talk about it i don't want it to come off as a as you know me being ignorant or rude or disrespectful or you know whatever it is whatever title that you want to put on it
1: or an expert (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs>
0: not a single expert
1: listens to this show or speaks on it truly yeah
0: um so no exactly
1: no but at the end of the day we're both just learning and i feel like with this episode specifically i feel like i really took a a, a matter of fact point of absolutely of, like, stance of it it's like, all it's, fact this is just the history of of wicca like it it's how it was developed, who developed it, and what kind of lended its um traditions to it, right? And yeah. the rituals to it, what lended these certain aspects to the core of what Wicca is. And then at the end of the day, there's multiple different branches of the Wicca tree, as I said, right? Yeah. So
0: I think you it's... did a great job. I think you I think you approached the subject matter in such an excellent way. Thank
1: you. I appreciate that. I Glass. do Snaps for Holly Snaps for Holly
0: <laughs> <laughs> No I think I think you did a really good job In the way that you chose to approach This episode Great thank you Yeah I, liked, I loved it Interesting Yeah And I mean clearly I was engaged Because I couldn't shut the
1: fuck up <laughs> Hey That's what <laughs> podcasts are about man Talking Could you imagine so- <laughs> if I just didn't say anything I mean There's some episodes where I'm like mm-hmm. Yeah <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) I have nothing to add to this. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's either on a topic that I know nothing about, or a topic where I like already know about it. Kind of, and I'm like, mm-hmm. and but- I'm listening, <laughs> I'm listening, I'm listening. I'm definitely learning.
0: <laughs> I may not be learning, but somebody is.
1: <laughs> too funny. Uh, yeah, too I funny. think we all have those episodes sometimes where we're like, I can't, I can't be that engaged today. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Well, and it's
0: even not even just like being engaged, but there's some, like even the Egyptian episode. I was just trying so fucking hard to remember what you had just said that yeah. sometimes I was like falling behind in yeah. the new stuff because I was like, hold on. I'm still who is wrong. Well,
1: I know, and I went rapid fire fast on the Egyptian episode, too, because I was like, let's just get through them. Let's yeah. get through all of these, all of these deities all yeah. at
0: once. Let's fucking go. Yeah. You ever seen that meme where it's like, well, obviously you've seen it. You know the meme where uh, the guy's sitting there and it's like all the math in front of yeah, him. The yes. Yeah, the numbers floating around. And he's just yes. like, <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was the Egyptian deities episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. Absolutely. I <laughs> feel like I need to redo that in a way, but I there's also so many other deities that I need to do a focus on. So it's like, ah, one day maybe. <laughs> one day. We'll get there. Yeah. yeah. One day.
0: <laughs> I loved it. No, this episode but- was great. I loved it. I think it was fantastic. And uh, I learned a lot of- That I didn't know and I didn't realize how interconnected. Like so
1: interconnected. Yeah, I didn't realize how
0: interconnected everything was in the, yeah, like the 1960s and 70s when Mm -hmm. you were talking about that, like that specific two decades there. Where yeah. it seemed like kind of everyone knew everyone. <laughs> yeah, and everybody right? had their hands in the metaphorical pie, if you will. Yeah. You know? No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But um Great. As promised, <laughs> in you. every episode, uh send us your spooky stories. <laughs> yes. Write that shit in. God damn it. Yeah. Oh the- god. Before this fucking episode ends, send in your spooky story. Yes. Do it right now. As we're telling Pull you to do over. it, start typing. I don't care
1: if you're driving. Pull over.
0: Yep. Pull over, write us a story, let us know. Even if it's not your story, even if it's your friend's story. You know what? Fuck it. At this point, if you want to just make a story up and send it to us, do it. I'll read it. (laughs) Do you have
1: a favorite urban legend? Oh, great one, Holly. Urban legends sound Dope! I could fuck with some urban legends, yeah. like like the chupacabra, yeah, or the New Jersey Devil, <laughs> the New Jersey Devil, yeah, or La Llorona, the yeah. lady in white, you know, whatever. Yes, yeah. write that shit in. Is yeah. it what one's your favorite? Do you like uh, the headless horseman? Like, wh- what do you like? Yeah. What do you like? Tell us what you like. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Tell us what you like. We want to know so we can
0: provide it to you. Yeah, <laughs> and we want. The other thing is, is I think sometimes. The whole intention of this is to to build a a community of people that we can share with one another. Obviously, Holly and I spend every single week meeting with each other and sharing with one another. And we obviously enjoy sharing with you guys. But we love reciprocation. We love to hear from you. We love to know what you guys like, what you don't like, what you're enjoying, what you don't enjoy, what you think the coolest part of something is. Like every time we get a comment or a like from one of you guys, it's like the best moment ever. And we (laughs) look
1: at them. We we look at every single one. Every single one
0: of them. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and half the time we text each other about it where we're like, oh, my God,
1: did you see this?
0: (laughs) So we are so excited. Yeah, we <laughs> we fangirl over you guys, so yes, let us know what you like. Any way, shape, or form that you want to get in contact with us, you f- you do it. Do
1: you, boo-boo. We're on everything. Yeah. We're on everything. Yeah, at this point, so yeah. no excuses. Maybe if someone wants to be a guest spot someday, I don't Pssh. know. Yep, let us know. <laughs> we could try and figure something out. Yeah. what yep. do you, What do you bring to the table, man? Write yeah. it out. Tell <laughs> us. But either way let us
0: know what you guys like what you don't like what you favorite what you favorite urban legend
1: you favorite urban legend period English is hard <laughs> English is always hard it will always be hard it will never English <laughs> never, never stop hard <laughs> never stop hard period thank
0: you English <laughs> Never stop, never stopping. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. All right, guys. Well, in the meantime, we love you. We appreciate you. And as always, stay spooky. Bye.